If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. Start where you are. Hi, friends. It's Diane here at Someone Gets Me. And today I want to talk about getting started on any journey. You know, somebody asked me the other day, what was it like when you were new? The child was six years old. What was it like when you were new? And then I started pondering after that whole visit with what was it like when we were new in anything? And then I recalled a little mantra that I've had in my head, my for many years, and that is start where I am, use what I have to create my heart's desire. Because see, as a neurodivergent, gifted person who has a lot of expectations put on her from very young age, I was called a mini adult when I was in junior high school. And so I thought that I had to be perfect and perfectionism was the way and had to predict what people wanted out of me, you know, all of those things that you can relate to. And somewhere along the line, I started thinking, well, just start where I am and go from there. Because what I know is is that wherever we are on this very moment, as you're listening to me, is a direct result of everything we've thought, said, and done to get to this very moment. So we may not be able to change history. We may not be able to undo things. Yet we can set the stage to have a different outcome. And there's all kinds of people who have said these same ideas over history. But the question, what what were you like when you were new, really got my attention. Because what that child was asking me was, what was I like when I was a kid? And I'm like, well, being childlike and curious and open, like children are, really serves us as adults through our whole lifetime. So I started pondering that. And this episode is some of my ideas about that idea, about starting where we are as if we're new. And you know what? I'm recording this close to the new year, so that's on my mind as well. And I think it's important that we realize that any day and or actually any moment of any day, we can be new and start from that spot. Because after all, there is no competition. Uh, We live in a world that tells us we should always be competing with the next person. Now, yes, in sports and things like that, there's that sense of competition. But what I'm talking about is one human being better than another human and competing with others to be better than or right fighting, if you will, because there is no competition. No two of us were designed exactly the same. No two of us are are here for the same reason, doing the same thing with the same gifts. So therefore, trying to compete doesn't make sense. 
So we want to release that idea that we're here to compete or be better than or faster than others. The other thing that that I think about when I think about being new is the whole idea of comparison, of comparing ourselves to another or comparing who I am today with who I used to be or comparing um, events, situations. Like I have friends of mine that travel the world all the time. And sometimes I get in that comparison mode of, well, I haven't traveled the whole world. I've traveled a lot of places, but not the whole world. And how come I don't get to do it too? And I can see and feel my brain try to drag me down. Well, the truth is I've made a lot of choices just like they have. And they don't have the experiences of sailboat racing all all around the place their whole lives. They don't have some of the other amazing experiences I've had. So when we compare our experiences and we compare what's going on, we get ourselves in a place where it kills our inner fire or it squashes our desire because we all can do whatever is right for us and at the same time celebrate and be happy for others. Because as long as somebody's following their heart's desire and doing what's right for them for the highest good, then that is the goal for all of us, starting where we are and doing what we have. Now, you might hear some background noise because I have a puppy and she's decided it's time to play. So just if you hear little noises, it's a cute little black cockapoo puppy joining in. Okay. Anyway, so there's challenges sometimes with starting where we are. There's challenges sometimes with moving forward and appreciating our newness sometimes. And I think one of the biggest challenges these days, the things that popped in my head right away when I started thinking about this, was delayed gratification. We have a lot of issues in this day and age, in 2023, 2024, of delayed gratification. Everything's instant. If we don't get it right away, then somehow there's something wrong. And it's like if somebody texts you and you don't answer right back right away, there's, you know, how dare you, right? We live in a society that requires that instant attention, which if you're twice exceptional and you have ADD or you're very sensitive, it's very stressful. It drains our energy all the time to have that constant um, feeling that we have to respond right away. You know, I remember years ago when I was on call a lot. And I used to run big treatment centers and I was on call. I was the director a lot and and I had to be available. And as much as I could relax or do whatever I wanted or even go sailing or play with friends or go to the beach or whatever, there was always a part of me that was paying attention to back then beepers. Was my beeper going off or did somebody need me or was I near a phone all the time? So even though I was having fun, there was a part of me that was spending energy on monitoring that other situation that I was on call for. And so I never really fully got to rest, even sleeping at night. I mean, I could answer calls practically in my sleep. And many nights I was awakened and I didn't realize the consequence of not getting good sleep until I could get good sleep because that's just the way my life was. I was on call and didn't really realize the damage of never being able to fully be involved in what I'm doing or fully resting with what the price was for that. And so we live in a society that perpetuates that idea that we're all on call all the time, right? Answer your phone, answer your text messages, take care of this, make sure you answer all the emails. 
I get over 400 emails a day and many of them are junk, but I still have to sort through it, right? So I am, and I keep unsubscribing from things and they keep showing up without my invitation. It's kind of annoying. Anyway, um, the delayed gratification issues that have been happening for all of us over, over decades now have really, really offered challenges. Because when we're new and we're starting where we are and we're moving forward, sometimes it takes planting the seed and nurturing that seed and watering it and getting it going. You know, if you have a vision or an idea of something you want to do, which all of my clients are working on things, when they first start talking about it, it's like a newborn baby. It needs a lot of love and care and attention. And sometimes it grows in ways we don't expect it to grow or things happen we don't expect to happen. And we have to be willing to adjust and pivot and change up whatever it is that we're doing. And so in all the work I do, part of the lessons, part of what we pay attention to is that we live in a society that thinks we should have it all mastered right away and done, start a business and be at $100,000 a week, you know, next week. Now that happens, but it's very rare. And if you're somebody who has a very deep, high vision, something that even you wonder if you can do, that's why you need a mentor. That's why you need somebody with you who can help you see what you can't see to help guide you. Because the best things take time, right? Just like growing food. The farmer doesn't you know, plant the corn and then go out the next day and harvest it. And if you go out there and try to pull the little sprouts up as they're coming and help them along, help them along, they die. If you help the little chicken trying to get out of its egg faster and it doesn't have to strengthen itself to get out of the egg, it'll die. So we want to slow down and appreciate the fact that things sometimes, the time and the nurturing along the way is what makes the end result even more amazing. Another challenge we have is. Shame and pride underlying our push to prove ourselves. A lot of gifted people, a lot of people who have been raised in interesting environments, toxic or or whatever, um, I think they have to prove themselves. They have to push to make it. No pain, no gain. Well, pride, what underlines pride is shame. And shame is the idea that I'm not good enough, that I'm inherently bad, which is much different than guilt. So if you're walking around thinking that you're a sinful worm of the dust or you're bad somehow, and you're trying to prove that you have value and that you're good, that pushing and pushing and pushing will get in the way of you receiving the greatness of that vision within you. It will keep getting in the way. So we want to relax a little bit and realize that if we have that belief that somehow we're not good enough or we can't measure up or somehow we have all this pride, this chip on our shoulder that really comes from that secret belief that we're not going to measure up or we're somehow not going to make it. That's a place to heal. That's a place to work through and make friends with yourself and release that idea that you're not good enough. Because the truth is you're perfect, whole, and complete exactly as you are. You were made for what you're made to do. And all of us are made differently for what we're made to do. And a lot of us receive the message that we're not good enough. We're, we're somehow flawed and it's not true. If you wonder about that, get on my email. It's in the show notes. I'm happy 
to have a further discussion with you about this. The next challenge I see a lot is that people tend to pursue that good idea um, or that thing that is comes along that may not be aligned with their heart's desire. Because as a gifted and talented person or somebody who's neurodivergent or somebody who's very sensitive, we can do a lot more um, than people realize. In fact, I believe we can do anything that we put our mind to, even if we don't want to do it. We can. doesn't mean we will, but we could. And so if we follow that good idea without really going within and asking if it's aligned with our own soul, our own heart, we'll end up going down a road that's not for us. Now, we still might pull it off, but we won't be fulfilled. We won't be satisfied in the same way. When we do somebody else's calling, then that's what happens. In fact, I know a professional person that I've, that I've known for many, many years. And this person will listen to good ideas of other colleagues and other friends that are other professionals. And we'll be talking about, and it's happened more than once with me. We've been talking about, well, let's do this, or what about that? Or even starting this podcast when I did, you know, five, five, six years ago now. And then this other person was like, oh, I think I'll do that too. And what they do is they take everybody else's idea and try to make it their own. But guess what? None of it has happened for them. Why? Because they were taking our good ideas and trying to make that idea their idea And it wasn't meant for them in the same way. It wasn't meant for them to do. And so by trying to copy somebody else's good idea or do someone else's calling, you end up not being able to be fulfilled or satisfied and in many cases not able to even do the thing. So be aware of that. Be aware that if you're pursuing that good idea outside of you, that before you start taking outside action, go within, journal, meditate, Talk to a trusted other person who's not a family member about what you're thinking and see how it feels. So if you talk about an idea and when you talk about it, you feel it in your heart, you feel it deep in your being, then that has more substance for you than just a good idea. Because the truth is, like I said, you can do anything you put your mind to. The last challenge that popped in my mind, and I know there's many, Um, is not being willing to receive your good. And this is a really big one. Self-sabotage comes from this. Have you ever self-sabotaged? Have you ever been right there, right there about to get the thing and you blow it up somehow, knowingly or unknowingly? Self-sabotage comes from the fear of success. Because see, a lot of us have an underlying belief about success that's not very pretty. You know, when I was younger, the whole idea if a woman was successful in business, it was like, who did she sleep with or what did she do wrong? Or how was she somehow crooked? Same thing with men in different ways. And so now we have to heal that, right? Because what if you're, what you're doing is in alignment? And what if what you're doing allows you to receive the good because you're acting in integrity with joy? What if? So we have to challenge some of those old beliefs that get in us that aren't true. They're just simply not true. And so that's what we have to pay attention to. So we have to be willing to receive the good that we've earned. I've seen people put together great programs, great work, create a great business. And then when it comes time to receive the financial compensation and or the accolades for the good work, they think they need to be humble 
and um, they mis they misunderstand what humility is, and so then they don't receive. They don't receive a good. I've seen people who who should have won awards, who did win awards, who refused to go and receive them because oh, who am I? Well, who are you? If you created something amazing and people want to honor that, and you cheat them out of the experience of honoring that, that's not healthy. If you refuse to receive your good because you still have that shame in there that you shouldn't, or you think that humility means to discount yourself when that's not what it means. It means to be of the earth. It means to be grounded. So there's a way to receive accolades without being full of your ego. There's a way to do what's good and right without being full of your ego. That's the great lesson is to live from that inner heart's desire, that inner part of us to be able to then have it shine out into the world rather than the way we're taught often in Western society to be grandiose and out there and pompous and then have it be a shell on the inside. That's not how it works. And those people are miserable no matter what they say because they're not connected to who they are. So where you are is a direct result of what you've done and haven't done, your thoughts, words, and actions to date. So this isn't about judging ourselves. This is about starting where we are. So where are we? You know, like I always do a little um, year in review on my birthday, which is in November. And so I look, okay, well, where, where have you been since your last birthday? And where are you going? And what would you like to see happen in your next birthday? Knowing that there's many forces in the world I cannot control. And there's many things that will happen along the way that I can't predict today. And it's also important to have our thoughts, our mind, our words and our actions aligned with the higher principles. So for me, I use the principles of joy, compassion, kindness, generosity, right? Those kinds of things. Order is a big one for me, zeal. And so I have the principles that underlie everything that I'm talking about. In fact, my email newsletter this year is going to focus on all of these underlying principles. And so if you're not on the list, you may want to let me know so you can get on the list so you can read about it. And it matters that you really have a connection to, a deep resonance with the principles that guide who you are and what you're doing and what you're bringing into the world in whatever capacity that is. I even think about it in my quilting, like, is this project joyful and how do I love it? And I'm, I'm knitting a blessing scarf as for a friend of mine right now. And I'm like, okay, so be in the place of love and joy and gifting and care and those things while you're doing that activity. Because how you're feeling when you're doing something is infused into the thing, whether you're writing an email or going out to dinner or creating something. Your energy, your vibe in that moment is infused into what's happening. You can't help it. That's the way, how it is, right? And so we also want to remember right now, as you're starting where you are, that your change comes from within. And so this is where the delayed gratification thing happens, because a lot of times people think, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do ABC. I'm going to go start going to the gym four times a week. And so somebody goes to the gym and they try to spend four or five hours to catch up with all the people who've been going every day for 20 years, 30 years. And so the change comes from within. First, we have to have the idea, the inspired idea. Then we make the decision. And the decision means to cut out all other possibilities. 
So that helps us release the idea of blaming and making excuses. And sometimes I've been really good at the excuse game. And I know you have been too, where, and sometimes I blame myself, but the excuses, my, my mom was a great excuse maker. So I think I learned it, but there, but it's like, oh, I'm tired or I don't feel like it, or I did more of this over there. So that counts for this. No, 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 no. If you say you're going to do a certain thing every day, then do it, even if you don't want to. And so I'm um, changing some of my journaling practices. And I've been journaling for decades and decades and decades now. And so every once in a while, I kind of change up the time of day or kind of the focus of what I'm writing about and those kinds of things. And I have more than one journal. So I've made some little shifts. They're not big, but they're little shifts. And I've already started them. And I can already feel my little brain wanting to make excuses. Well, it's all fine, well, and good over weekends, but what about during the week? Well, that's all good for this, but what about that? And that's very common in gifted, intelligent, fast-thinking, smart people because our brain, our ego, that's not our amigo, is always trying to find a way around it. Whatever it is, is trying to find a way around So sometimes we have to tell it to go sit in the backseat of the bus for a little while that this is what we're doing. And once we get our groove going, then that ego that's not your amigo doesn't necessarily create the big mess that it that it could otherwise. So you also want to realize that every day is fresh and new. Every day is an opportunity to say yes. So every day we're new. Every day we're starting where we are. Every day we have a chance to create our heart's desire. Every day we want to realize that there is no competition. And when we compare ourselves today to who we were yesterday, we're holding ourselves back. Now, we can look back and say, okay, I want to learn from that experience or I've evolved since I've done XYZ. Totally good. But looking back and staying there is very dangerous. That's why the rearview mirror on your car is smaller than your windshield look forward. Look to opportunities to thrive. Look where you can say yes to your inner heart's desire, to what's important to you, really. And I say that really to myself all the time. Really? Like what's really important? Not just what my head tells me. What's your heart say? What's your soul say about it? Are they all lined up? Is your brain saying one thing and your heart saying something else? If that's the case, it's time to stop everything for a moment. Stop. Do some journaling. Go for a walk. Get yourself so that your heart and your head are aligned. If you struggle with that, please go to the show notes, grab my email, send me an email, make an appointment for a call. I will help you with getting aligned. There are ways to do it. You can do it. And some of it's not as typical as people think. But it matters that we're aware of our own inner alignment. And the last thing I want to leave you with is a phrase that I think is really important. And just like the first one that I started with of start where you are, use what you have and create your heart's desire. This other phrase really helps me keep going forward. And it helps me being able to receive the good that's a result of the hard work that I do. And the phrase is this. At the moment of commitment, the universe conspires to assist you. So the moment you're committed, you've made a decision. This is the way it's going to be. You basically send the energy out into the universe, if you will, 
that this is it. Now, you always reserve the right to change your mind. But what I'm talking about is making a decision because to decide means cut out all other possibilities. So if I'm going to do that, I'm going to have to learn how to realize that the whole universe will come to help me. I have a prayer that I say at night, and that is this to, you know, I'm asking the universe to release from my life anything that's in the way of my highest good and bring into my life the things that will help fulfill my purpose, mission, and heart's desire. When I first started saying that prayer many years ago, I ended up shortly thereafter leaving my very nice, high paying job because it was very toxic. Um, I ended up losing several people who called themselves my friends because of different kinds of betrayal. I ended up walking away from other things because it wasn't aligned with me anymore. And at first it looked like there was this big loss because there was a lot of loss, but it had to clear the way for the goodness that was yet to come. It had to clear the way. It's like your junk drawer in your kitchen. You can't keep putting junk in it because it's going to not close pretty soon. You have to clear out the junk you know, the, the junk that you don't want anymore to put new stuff in the junk drawer. Same thing with your closets, same thing with everything. We have to clear out what's no longer working in order to have what is working be added. So the universe will conspire to assist you. And in some cases, that means releasing old behaviors, thoughts, beliefs that don't serve you anymore. In some cases, it means making some shifts, doing things differently. In some cases, it means learning how to receive your good, learning how to receive a compliment, learning how to step into who you are in your own agency. There's lots of meanings behind this. And so the big question is, will you allow yourself to receive? Will you allow yourself to start where you are, follow your inner heart, know that you're right on time, and will you allow yourself to receive the good that comes from it? Those are the questions. And if you have any hesitation about any of those things I just said, please call me. Please email me. Let somebody be in your corner. I've learned over the many years with the thousands and thousands of people that, that I've worked with that it's the people who reach out and it's the people who ask questions who have much more higher levels of life satisfaction and happiness. So feel free to reach out. Find somebody to be in your corner, preferably not related to you. That's a whole nother episode. Anyway, start where you are. Use what you have. Create your heart's desire. Until the next episode of Someone Gets Me. Remember to put your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you. Because you're a rock star. You're here on purpose with a purpose. Go out there and let your light shine. Allow that to be the light that leads you and guides you to something even more amazing every single day. Until the next episode, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings, and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone gets me.